I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. If you take... Okay. The letters. <laughs> oh, no. Do I have to visualize something in my no, mind no. for this? Or... Uh, I just did a very bad gesture. Okay. I yeah. stuck two fingers in the air, but I meant, mm-hmm. like, two letters. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm ducking out, you're ducking out. Let's duck out together. See what it's all about. Ducking out, ducking out, ducking out, ducking out. Hi, and welcome to Diking Out, a podcast that is slowly morphing into a detective agency focused on Taylor Swift's sexuality. I'm Carolyn Bergier. <laughs> I'm Sarah York. And today we're diking out with Kelsey Bailey about celesbians. Kelsey is a performer and teacher at the Upright Citizens Brigade in New York City. And it's also worth noting that her girlfriend just might be a barista on the L Word, or else we refuse to watch. You're hoping, honestly. I'm hanging on by a thread anyway with that show, so <laughs> I really, really need her to be on that, so I have some personal investment. Yeah, some reason to watch. <laughs> I, I do want to visit that in a second. Oh, uh, we will. A couple of quick announcements. Um, our next show at Stonewall is May 27th. Uh, as usual, that is a Monday. And the lineup for that show, we're going to have uh, Jess Henderson, past guest of the podcast, yes. and also past guest of the podcast, Janine Garofalo. But for real this time, there should be no <laughs> filming conflicts. Uh, and then future guests, uh, Lorelai Ramirez and Lisa Traeger. And then we're going to have the music of past guest uh, Allison Pontier. Oh, amazing. Yeah, I'm That's so excited awesome. about that. Allison Pontier is so cool that I get really intimidated about like, well, because she follows me on Twitter and on Instagram. Yeah. I'm very conscious of like how cool my posts are because mm. she's just so fucking rad. She's the coolest. I know. When she likes something I post, I'm like, yes. 
someone in their early 20s who's really cool thinks I'm cool. Yeah, it's validation. It is. (laughs) Her Instagram feed is one of my favorite Instagram feeds. It's really, really great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on a muting spree right now, and I will not be muting her account. Yeah, yeah. I feel like her, like... It's all the things that like some people can go very wrong with mm-hmm. doing the stuff she does on Instagram, but she does it all right. Yeah, she's she knows what she's doing. Yeah, yeah. There's one video that she has where she's like a mommy vlogger, <laughs> and it's like the funniest thing. I've watched it like five times, yeah. and it cracks me up every time. Very well done, Allison. If you're listening, you're too cool for us. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, another update. Sadly. Yep. Oh my God. June 23rd is our live recording of the podcast, a caveat. And yesterday, uh, found out that Rosie O'Donnell had a pullout. Oh no. I know. Yeah, we'll be all right. I'm hear- optimistic. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, maybe we shouldn't announce these things until they're like a hundred percent confirmed, but it was like the assistant said it was on her calendar, but then she's going to be in a new movie for HBO and she's out of town shooting. Mm. Well, good for her. All of June. I know who thought Rosie O'Donnell yeah, th- <laughs> was going to be, you know, shooting a, a movie. Yeah. We should have recorded this anytime in the last 15 years. <laughs> What's the movie? Do you know? I don't know, but based I on think the- it's the fourth season of True Detective. Oh, cool. I think, I they're, would love I think that. they're switching gears. I would love that. <laughs> you know, based on the way that things are going, I'm going to say it's probably like a historical drama about an old-timey lesbian. It has to be. That's, yeah. a, that's a whole genre now. It is. There's like period pieces of like people being like, hey, remember her? She was gay. Yeah. Uh, so we're, we're going to find a, another guest and then probably not announce it until like the yeah. very last second, but don't worry, we're working on it and there'll be someone great regardless. And it's going to be a lot of fun oh, because yeah, it's going be to be kicking off pride week and whatever. So come to that June 23rd. Yeah. So, uh, gentleman Jack on HBO, that's, uh, a new one out mm-hmm. about a, uh, a prominent lesbian, maybe the first out lesbian is what her, her Wikipedia Oh, wow. Bills her as. Patient zero. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Truly. I watched it. Is Me it too. great? Um, I thought it was boring. It's, it's yeah. boring. It takes a little bit. Yeah. It takes a little bit to get I'm into- going to stick with it for obvious reasons. Right. Yeah. I was watching it. You know like, and they wow, know that about us. They're fucking testing me right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It like, was- I need the constant gratification of something like Game of Thrones mm-hmm. or like... I don't know, like your your joke per second comedies. Yeah, I would t- I would tell you probably not to watch this. Okay, I, was, I mean I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, but like, how long are the episodes? I, it was over an hour. It was over an hour, and like, whoa, it's the, one of those shows. The first twenty minutes is like, all right, yeah. come on, pick it up. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. Well, kind of like how like disobedience. It's like you have to get through a lot oh of exposition God. to get yeah. to Did like, you like a that hint. Movie? Not really. Oh, thank God. I openly laughed in the movie theater (laughs) during the sex scene. Same. I and my girlfriend got very mad at me. She was like, you should go outside because I was laughing so hard when they spit. We actually talked about this. I was like, that is what a big brother does to their kid siblings, like tries to dangle spit and not hit them. (laughs) Yeah. And then like the fact that they were standing five feet away from each other to try and finger each other. It was just like they had their arms fully outstretched. With all their clothes on. With all their clothes on. It it made me laugh so hard. I mean, they had their underwear on. It wasn't all their clothes, but still. Still. Uh, Yeah, Cecilia yelled, what? When that happened. Good. Uh, And yeah, Kelly and I were talking about this at Clexic 
Lexicon right. and she mentioned how I you laughed out loud. Laughed yeah, out loud. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I never said that I was an adult. <laughs> it was comical. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was something. Um and then, So for Gentleman Jack, how many is there only one episode out so far? Yeah, yeah. just yeah. started, right? Monday. Yeah. I forgot like not everything is bingeable now because after I finished it, yeah. I was like, all right, on to the next yeah. one. And I'm like, oh wait. I know. I have to rewire my brain when it comes to like getting into current shows yeah. that I can't just sit down and watch 14 hours in a row of it. Yeah. yeah. Like the fact that I can't just watch the next Game of Thrones makes me crazy all yeah. week. Yeah. We're just not used to that. What do you think about the most... Okay, spoiler alert if you're like not caught you're up catching or whatever. I'm only going to give this you. a minute of, of I literally time. don't know what to tell you if you haven't seen it yet. But um, <laughs> I think, well, the second episode to me was uh, a little heavy-handed in the like sappy sort of like emotional heartwarming moments that cause those moments typically telegraph that that character is going to die in the next episode or the next scene. And sure. that, that episode, the second episode was literally all scenes like that. That said, they were fucking great. And I loved the episode. I really love this season so far. I think because it's the last one, I'm just like really, oh, really, you love that. Arya, who doesn't oh, even God. like being called a girl the entire show, is like, I might die tonight, so She's like, let me, me get some D, dick. Yeah. yeah, I know. I was kind of bummed out by that. Also, I was mortified by that scene because I still think of her as like a kid, you yes. know? And it is weird I that did you... See... Are you a Game of Thrones person? I've never seen a single oh, don't episode. Worry right. don't worry about okay. it. Don't worry about it. It's not... I, I mean, I get the basic gist. There's like a small kink. <laughs> That's you're good. And dragons. Yeah. 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 And it's some dragons. dragons. Yeah. yeah. And a cool haircut. On At the this one point, woman. it's like too much to even like, I'm not going to yeah. be one of those people. I'm not going to be a Breaking Bad fan and be like, you should watch it. Cause you're asking someone to watch 70 hours of television yeah. at this point. And that's, that's not like very violent. Yeah. It's yeah. very gratuitous. To. And yeah. And the um, treatment of queer women, I'm still going to say, it's like, okay. I mean, at this point, we need Yara to fuck Daenerys to make up for. Everything yeah. else, <laughs> but Yara's so toxic. She is she's toxic, like, but also toxic she's like masculinity. I know, type but of she's lesbian. yeah, I know. But I just think that that would be the closest thing we could possibly get. Um, also, Daenerys is like uh, unraveling and becoming my least favorite character. Like, I I feel like her grip on like her obviously her claim to the throne is like completely in question at this point. Okay, I also think it's sexist that people were being like, oh my gosh, she's being like so annoying, but it's like, okay, Jon Snow just like out of nowhere yeah. says this thing and now she brings it up and is like, okay, so your best friend and your brother tell Told you, you this. this. Yeah. Meanwhile, she's spent seasons working. This yeah. is like the woman working for a promotion Yeah, yeah. and then just like the boss's son. Although I don't think John wants being, it. Well, like I don't think he wants to be king. He's never wanted that shit. Whatever Maybe. they I make it seem like that, but. I, but I fear that they're going in a direction of turning her into like a mad king figure, like in in order to prove some sort of weird point about like her genetic legacy being like fucking insanity because of her father. That's where I fear they're taking her character. Although we only have four episodes, so I don't know. Well, we'll know for sure if they make her a lesbian because, like, yeah. the, they'll have to make her a lesbian in order for people to be like, oh, this is why she's mad. Yeah. Like, they... <laughs> oh, she hates men. Yeah. Is yeah. It, it's still... Did you guys read the books? 
I have read them three times. Okay. Yeah. So has it just completely veered no. away from the books? Or well, like, do it's you know past the books. So oh, okay. the, there's right. five books, mm-hmm. and there was supposed to be a sixth like years ago. Sure. The first book was called A Game of Thrones, and it came out 23 years ago. Mm-hmm. So he's been basically releasing a book like every five years since then, okay. um, or four years or so. But he's I, I don't think he's going to finish the series. The series is unfinished at this yeah. point. Wow. So it's a whole thing. Anywho. Okay, no more Game of Thrones talk. <laughs> Another big thing because I stayed up past my lesbian bedtime last night yeah. to watch Taylor Swift's video drop. Me too. Because getting a text from you at eleven forty five was jarring. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is she okay? I texted Sarah a picture of Taylor a screenshot of Taylor Swift in a suit from yeah. the video. Uh, in which, her Easter best. Yeah. <laughs> Because, of course, Sarah Kennedy has been furiously messaging me. I know. Someone needs to check on Sarah Kennedy right now. <laughs> I mean, she still thinks that Rolling Stone... That piece, that, yeah. That an issue is going to drop with, with Taylor coming out. Coming out? Yeah. I don't know. I stayed up to watch that fucking video, and I watched the whole thing, and I was like, okay, so when is she going to kiss a woman? Like, yeah. I just, yeah. like, nothing came. Yeah. Well, okay. Is she? I think she's just queer baiting us. We need to be prepared oh. for that. I'm sure. I'm sure she is. Part of me felt that way uh, because, I I don't know, yes. So she's literally showering in rainbows in in the video, right? The the theme is rainbow of this entire video. It's like, and then... Pastel colors. Yeah, yeah. and then it's also with Brennan Yuri. is that? Yeah, yeah. From Panic at the Disco, who is pansexual. Okay. And when I didn't she know was that. okay. And when she was doing her um she had like an interview with Robin Roberts um at the NFL draft for whatever uh-huh. reason and um the dress she was wearing kind of looked like the pansexual flag. I know that one's a stretch. Oh. Oh, okay? I did see that. It was like yeah. a striped. Yeah, 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 yeah I saw yeah, that. Yeah. Um and then and then also like Robin Roberts gay. Yeah. Uh, and then what else? Um, oh, th- this is just like me being an, an idiot. But in the video, uh, he's like proposing to her. And she's oh. like, no. But then she's here's like, a here's a cat, a.k.a. pussy. And mm-hmm. then she's like, yay. All right. Oh, okay. And then, but here's here's the other thing that Connecting I feel. red string. Yeah. I feel like, <laughs> I feel very nutty with this one. But it's called Me. And in the video, it's all about like spelling and you can't spell awesome without me. And there's no I in team, but there's a me. So M-E, flip it, E-M, M, the name of her fiddler. Oh my God. Where it all starts. <laughs> wow. That's the fiddler that she, that was the first. Yeah, the one that she was yeah, supposed yeah. to have dated. Yeah. Right? And yeah. Then, that like, she made the gayest video for. That is true. Yeah. yeah. Here's the thing. I don't want to have to dissect Taylor Swift this much. <laughs> Like I, I don't will do either. it for any Beyonce music video to see the meanings in that. But for yeah. Taylor Swift, I'm like, oh, I'll go like full I, Illuminati for Beyonce. Yeah, for Taylor, I was like, oh, I don't want to exert that much. I don't want to. I've never. Cared I only about do it her. for this podcast because yeah. neither of us are fully that invested in like her creative output at all. Like no. by that I mean I quite literally I haven't even listened to this fucking song yet. It's bad. Yeah, it's, it's not good. Annoying. People yeah. need to stop spelling things in songs unless it's Gwen Stefani twenty years ago. Right. Yeah. Spelling bananas. Yeah. yeah. I don't need you to explain. Because I still spell now I know how me. to spell bananas because yeah. of that song. Yeah. yeah. Like teach us something. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I Make know. a song where you're spelling the word definitely. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I or embarrassed. It up every time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Or necessary. Yes. Oh, yeah, that one. That's a tough one. That one kills me every time. Um, Thank God for spell check. Yeah, I'm. You know, I'm not a. I'm not a Taylor Swift fan, but I'm. But I'm also I mean, fascinated it, it sounds by like puzzles. The visuals. We want the. Yeah, word. you you love a puzzle. You love to put something together. It's like a very. It's a good. You know, I, I do think though. There's like the way you described like the rainbows and the and the, you know, the sort of symbolism. I guess in the thing there aren't like her two actual cats in it. Like those are our sons. Yeah. And one whatever. is named like Olivia Benson. I know. I, that's yeah. Gay. Yeah. That's that to gay. me that is that remains the single piece of information on which I've found her relatable is yeah. like the fact that she wants to name her cat. And Olivia I feel Benson. like people are like looking so much into this, but there's also just like straight up photos of her kissing Carly Kloss in a club. So yes. Like, Why do we need to go? <laughs> yeah. In depth with, like turn the fingers around, yeah. and it's like, oh, here, look at use yeah. those fingers to Google. Like Taylor Swift, Carly Kloss. We're looking kiss, at like, all the memento the tattoos of it or whatever. And yeah. like, it's just like not, not, I mean. I know, but all the, all the Swifties, like you cannot convince them that she's just not like horny for men every right, second right. of every day. Does she day. still date that guy from The Favorite? I think so. Are they so. still together? Oh, I didn't know they dated. You know, yeah. Nick Holt? She never talks no, about it. One. Yeah. The one that Emma Stone marries. Oh, the, um, oh, the actual, like the only other guy with Joe. speaking part in the show. Uh, I don't know his name. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know they dated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because Nick Holt, I think, dated Jennifer Lawrence for a minute. Yes. That's what I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know names of men. Uh, yeah, I know. I don't. No. I've only committed. Those like I know my dad and, and like my immediate family. Joe Al- and that's it. Alwyn. Yeah. Alwyn. Oh, okay. oh yes. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. Um, I think also, like the cynical part of me wants to. Is is thinking like psh, this could just be a huge ruse to queer bait all of us into being obsessed with her yeah. because she's realized all like half of her male fan base are like MAGA Twitter Nazis. Yeah. So like she needs a new fan base, you know yeah. what I mean? And to like pivot toward us. That's yeah. like that's the cynical part of me. That's like what Nick Jonas did. Yeah, he I mean, and fully like the only time like, I've ever seen stuff. him in person, he was literally in his underwear dancing at a gay bar. Yeah, um, yeah, like I just I think that we make a good fan base because mm-hmm. we're very easily obsessed yes. with anything. We can be bought. We can, yeah, <laughs> we can we're always very for sale. Easily be always bought. For sale. Always for sale. My loyalty <laughs> is always up for yeah. grabs. But you know what? So this is something that that was talked about um, on a couple of panels at. Clexicon and R. about R. how uh, yeah <laughs> a lot of Clexicon drama yeah um, but they they talked about how lesbians like if you look at the at least the box office data like lesbians actually don't show up mm. for for queer like for lesbian uh, mm-hmm. content for like lesbian movies and stuff like that like that's why I was trying to push like Wild Nights with Emily mm-hmm. and stuff like that because uh, and, and then you can't make more content if past ones yeah. fail and that we don't mobilize the way that like um, that other people yeah. do other for, like fan bases do yeah, yeah. is there a theory as that. to why I well, think everyone has a very sick cat at home mm, and doesn't want to leave it. Mm, there's that. That's a good one. <laughs> That's the first one. But one, so one interesting, one interesting Period. thing though was there was uh, somebody on a panel who worked for the company that did the marketing for both Disobedience and The Favorite, mm. and The Favorite was a huge success, and Disobedience they lost a lot of money on. And I was like, well, Disobedience was heavily marketed. It was just like all like this lesbian love affair, even though the movie was like 90% reading from the Torah. And then, <laughs> uh, and then the favorite was bare, like 
had a little bit of a kind of queer line, but mm-hmm. what yeah. wasn't like overtly super gay. And then you saw the movie and you're like, oh my God, they're like fingering. Yeah. And yeah. Like, the, mo- the movie itself was queer as fuck when it, I saw yeah. it. And I wasn't expecting that. And it was yeah. like this surprise and it was awesome. It's very gay. And it's about like a lesbian queen pretty right. much yeah. who like really, and like none of that was in the marketing. So it's like, do we go more for queer bait type things yeah. and people like Taylor Swift who just like hint at it right. rather than like a, you know, Shelly Wright who's like an out country. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Start. Yeah. I feel like for, uh, I wonder if it's something like they're marketing it as a lesbian movie, like with disobedience. If people are turned off me like, oh, they're marketing this lesbian movie starring two straight women. I don't want to go see it, but I'll go see this movie that maybe hints at them like you yeah. know what I mean well and also yeah. there's like two, two very different fan bases as far as like if we're talking about a movie like Disobedience and then we're talking about Taylor Swift like the age difference and people you're not going to get 19 year olds excited about fucking Rachel Vice and Rachel right. McAdams the way you can 30 something year olds like us you know what I mean or or above like I just th- I think that if oh, I don't know, nineteen year old. I, I would have been. been. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah I, no. I was in love but with also, Rachel McAdams when I was. 19. I was too. Yeah. Watching those deleted sex scenes from the Notebook. Yeah, like, it was like. And Ryan Gosling, like, if you squint, was sort of a dyke. So yeah. like, yeah. Um, but like, but but like today's nineteen to twenty two year olds have not really consumed much of any of their creative output like how many 19 to 22 year olds are really watching like Mean Girls or The Notebook or these movies that were out in Mm -hmm. our formative years that made us obsessed with these actresses Mm -hmm. and also Disobedience the trailer it was just like it was sort of like this dark brooding and and I thought like oh someone's gonna die in this movie I already know even though that doesn't happen but like I just assume it's a story in which the love story doesn't work out because of either death or some social construct so Okay, but I then, think, but I think then there are other have... shows like uh, like One Day at a Time yeah, on Netflix. True. And, and that one, I blame Netflix for not promoting that because I didn't even know it existed until Everyone's they took it off the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just started watching it. And, well, there there was a panel with uh, two of the, the actresses um, at Clexicon, and they were both delightful mm-hmm. and hilarious, wonderful uh, young women. And um, Cecilia and I started watching it. And it's one of those like multi-cam family mm-hmm. sitcoms. It's so fucking funny. I laugh yeah. out loud yeah. at every I've single heard it's episode. Really, really good. Yeah, I and it's the first one of those season. like Yeah, mm-hmm. it's so good. And that's why it was so it was so controversial when it was canceled. Like, you know, a lot of shows get canceled all the time, but that one created such an uproar because it was like, the show rocks. Why is it being canceled? Yeah. I still yeah. aren't they still like they might get I think it's up gonna go another, somewhere. It's yeah. getting picked up, I think, by like on online like cbs streaming or something like that like you're yeah. only be on a streaming service no no yeah. it can't or, be on a streaming oh, service it can't be on a streaming yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, so they're okay. looking at like actual cbs or like oh, network really? TV. why can't it be on a streaming service because, because that was, was the on... deal with netflix oh, was like God. the non-compete was like you can if we you know decide to cancel it you can't take it to a competing service which is like anything streaming they should have like that's really ridiculous. That's like we're gonna, we don't want this toy, but we're going to break it so nobody else can have it. Well, at the time there were it was only like Hulu, Amazon, and Netflix, and now it's like everything, everything streaming. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, that so, makes sense, I suppose. Anyway, well, yeah. I guess this kind of gets us into talking about uh, our topic, which um, I know we had an episode with Sarah Papalardo about young queer and famous, but I wanted to talk to Kelsey about Celesbians mm-hmm. because her knowledge is just mm-hmm. unparalleled. Um, and when we were at Clexicon, uh, Sarah Paulson's gay sister was there. Rachel Paulson. 
Oh yeah, and Kelsey knew at who that was. On Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I got it all over the microphone. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, like yeah. that's yeah. Of all your dispatches knows. from Lexicon, that was the one that like. That was the takeaway. I couldn't believe I didn't I like, know that what? she had a lesbian sister. I've like never Googled anyone so who fast. Who sounds in my life. exactly like her? Mm-hmm. Really? Sounds exactly like her. Yeah. There's a very very old interview where Rachel interviews Sarah for like after Ellen or something from truly like mm, 10 years ago. It was like when Sarah was dating Cherry Jones. Like it was like a long, long time mm, ago. Okay. Um, was that 10 years ago? It had, I mean, I was in college, so it had yeah. to have been. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, and I don't think they talk about being queer at all, but it, yeah, that's when I was first like, oh, she has a sister. And then, you know, you fall down the rabbit hole of, yeah, Social media, and yeah, you find all these people and her sister. So, like, also at Clexicon, I feel like there was this like gaggle of LA lesbians mm-hmm. oh, yeah. who are, and, and then like looking at uh Rachel Paulson's Instagram, I'm like, oh my gosh, is this like the real, real L word? Yes, like, there definitely is um a gaggle, and from my research and my own stalking of like, uh, I would say like a core, there's just like everyone is very much interlocked in a way. Yeah. And that sounds exhausting. Yeah. And I know them all and I follow probably 70% of them. (laughs) Yeah. It's crazy and stupid. That's a very intimidating, like uh, social circle to like try to try to infiltrate Mm -hmm. like LA lesbians. Mm -hmm. It's a different, if it's a different world out there. Yeah. Yeah. It's too sunny out there for us. Too sunny. Yeah. (laughs) It's way too sunny. And I, I told, uh, Sarah that um that Rachel Paulson was like passing out stickers to promote a web series and it wasn't even her web series and it's like well I guess everyone has to do the work yeah, yeah. I guess so it wasn't yeah. even her web series no I looked into it afterwards it was called I mean I guess I'll plug it since she promoted it so hard right. uh it's called Girls Love Magic and it has um one season out already and they're starting to crowdfund for season two though I went to the link and it wasn't working so maybe they don't have the crowdfunding up yet but I guess if you want to throw money towards a gay web series uh there are worse ones uh another web series I did discover um which uh, I think we're gonna have the creator on the podcast is a series called 20s which was kind of enjoyable a a big takeaway was there's a ton of lesbian web series Mm -hmm. that I was like oh yeah we love a web series yeah Yeah. except I still won't watch the French Canadian one that Karina keeps telling me about (laughs) that she's like is it in French I think so. And she's oh. like, it's a better L word. And I'm like, yeah, but it's, I mean, the bar is low. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which you've been speaking of, you picked up on, I picked up on my live tweet of, uh, so I'm rewatching, I'm watching the L word from the beginning. Yeah. I've, I've only, been doing that as well. I saw it. I only saw the first three seasons like oh. 10 years ago. So, um, I've, I've, I'm now, uh, right towards the end of season one. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the most recent thing that happened? Oh, uh, Jenny is like, I guess back together with Tim towards the end of season one. Um, and Bet and Tina are in one of their weird therapy nightmares, like a group therapy. They're always in therapy. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that's their whole story arc is yeah. like, they're just in therapy. It yeah. happens like throughout Forever. the series. Yeah. 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 It's, I'm so like, I just can't, I can't, there was like not a single sex scene in the last like four episodes. I'm losing steam here, you guys. Yeah. Oh, Dana came out to her like parents at that okay. like conservative oh, yeah. lady okay, luncheon. Oh, so you're getting towards yeah. whatever. Uh, yeah. End of it. Yeah. Yeah. She does like a Subaru campaign or yeah, something like that. Yeah. Because her yeah. Subaru ad is out and yeah. it says like 
I'm out. I yeah. It's like yeah. something really fucking on the nose. Like, mm-hmm. get out there. Yeah, you're get all, out there. That's what it you're is. You're almost at the episode where they go to Dinah Shore. Oh, thank yeah. God. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, now I'm... All right, that'll <laughs> that'll be a real shot in the arm of content. Yeah. Keep me in the show. Yeah, that show... I'm rewatching the first season because of ke- all of Kelly's, like, barista stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just, like, rewatching it. And... It's a doozy. It is a real doozy. Yeah. The first time I watched it, I would only just fast forward to the sex scene. So I never really got all the plot of the characters. Yeah, so I never now cared. To re- and then I rewatched it. And now to rewatch it again, I'm like, wow, this is insane. And yeah. I would say some bad acting on that show. Oh, it's for it's sure. Awful. It's amazing. It's like, I can't look away. It's, I don't know. It's, um... Uh, oh, the other thing. Oh, uh, Snoop Dogg had a cameo. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like, you know Slim what? Slim Daddy. Is that Slim his name? Slim Daddy is his name. <laughs> I cackled so loud in my room by myself watching yeah. that last night when, when they revealed that his name is Slim Daddy. Yeah. But also I was kind of like impressed with Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Like, you know what? At the time, for Good them for to him. be like, do you want to be in this lesbian TV show? And he's like, sure. Sure, absolutely. I think he's just so stoned that he'll agree to anything. And Santa Arquette is in it too. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh my God, the whole thing. It's just so great. Oh, and um, uh, Alice is dating the lesbian identified male and she's like getting really annoyed with how clingy he is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, he really nailed this part. Like he nailed the character of like clingy lesbian kind of like new relationship. But like, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, also just like the way they treat... um, like someone who is male who identifies as a lesbian and being like, they're crazy. Yeah, it's just like, yeah. oh my God, this show does not hold up. Oh, it doesn't at all. Like, this yeah. is insane. And Dana said, or no, um, Alice was like saying some kind of problematic shit. She said, what was her line? She was like, I either want to date a lesbian woman or a straight man. And she's just like drawing the line Mm. in the sand. Like it's very, very interesting how much the dialogue has changed or, you know, doesn't hold up. I think they are trying to make it better with the new. I did see a casting call for for trans men. men. Yes. Which thank God, because they just really fucking blew it on the first, the first iteration. And granted it was a product of the time, but still. Yikes. (laughs) <laughs> Poor Max. So I know. I, know. <laughs> uh, I guess in terms of the cast, like of the the original L word, and there were a bunch of those actresses who were sort of out. Not. Mm-hmm. It's crazy to me that Kate Moaning wasn't. Yeah, wasn't. She wasn't out, out at the time. No, no. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't know when she officially came out. I, I don't, don't think, know if ever. I don't think she really. Talks she didn't really about like it much. Yeah. Or didn't it, at did the she? time. Yeah. No, and uh, Jennifer Beals kind of outed her uh, in an interview talking about when uh, when she's doing the sex scenes, she likes to check in with the with the queer people in the cast. The so she's like, "Oh, I'll ask uh, Leisha or Kate." Yeah. Oh yeah. And then it's Laurel like, Holman yeah. is is bisexual. bi. Yeah, identifies as bi. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they weren't really celebrities, though, before the right. show started. Yeah. So right. to talk about them as, like, celesbians, it was like, well, you kind of became a celesbian by just playing I, a lesbian. Right, yeah. right. In a way, yeah, like, the in the fandom sense. Yeah. Uh, the celesbians that I follow are from the real L word, which if you hate the L word, <laughs> you will hate the right. real L word. I think that's how they promoted it, actually. But, yeah, <laughs> that was the tagline. Remember this awful show? You hate well, this show? Get ready up. to hate something more. 
Um, but I do follow probably every cast member really? on social media from the real L word. Are they yeah. still like, uh, is anyone still like in the biz? Like what's they're all trying to be some sort of influencer. Oh so, yeah. Have you, have either of you guys, wa- guys watch the show? Certainly I've watched enough to remember that you really should. Does Whitney still have her dreads? No, she cut those off. Okay. Thankfully. Oh, was she um, a white woman with dreads? Absolutely. Yes. 100%. Of course she was. You know she was. And she was one of those <laughs> sort of like, uh, absolutely. I would say the show overall is very bad, but it was yes. when I was in college, it was the first show where I could see actual lesbians having sex. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I was like, I got to watch this entire right. thing. And I became very invested in it. And even now I will, I tried to get my girlfriend to watch it and she said, this is, I absolutely cannot watch this. <laughs> All of them are toxic. And like, uh, like I would honestly say their relationships are abusive in some ways it's like very bad uh but sometimes when i'm just like bored or like having a bad day i'll put on the real an episode of the real l word yeah you can watch it showtime anytime on demand yeah showtime's always there crazy there's three seasons yeah it's straight like it's straight up unedited sex scenes it is yeah. and that that was where i got weirded out by it i'm mm-hmm. like i feel like i'm watching like weird amateur porn yes. like uh, the one episode i watched it's was performative Did they where show, there was like, like a strap on uh-huh they really? show like whitney fucking romy with a strap on yeah yeah that was i'm like this is i feel very uncomfortable watching this because i feel like i'm just watching like weird porn not right. yeah. not weird porn but just like i'm but these, like these are like know, real people in the yeah. blocked out yeah. sex scenes. Yeah, maybe it is, but because reality. My TV, God, but. imagine making a decision when you're like in your early twenties mm-hmm. to like fuck on camera, yep. and now it's on fucking Showtime yep. stream. Because you know, at the time you're like, oh well, I mean, it's only going to air, and then they're going to pull the series because it's no one can watch it anymore. Yeah, and yeah. Someone should have been like, "Hey, just so you know, the future of technology is going to make this available to everyone forever." And they're always going to be able to watch it <laughs> yeah. when they're having a bad day. They're yeah. going to go home and they're going to watch it. Oh my god! Uh, but yeah, I was like, uh, just like very infatuated with it, just because I was like, "Wow, those those are like cool lesbians." Whoa, cool! Because oh like, yeah, because to our twenty two year olds, yeah. they were cool. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. Like, wow, they go to a lot of parties. Look at all these girl parties that they go to. Whoa, yeah, very yeah. cool. And like, I watched it like for a majority of the time that I was watching it, I was in the closet, so it was mm-hmm. like a very nice Same. little escape for me. Uh, I would watch it, uh, and then I would delete it from the history of like the oh, on yes. demand, so that yeah. my roommate yep. didn't see that I was watching it. So I became it was I. It, there's some sort of weird psychological connection I have to it from like being closeted that yeah. I am obsessed with all of these these people who are on the show. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cashback boost. That's an extra 10% cashback on top of the 15% cashback. You won't see higher cashback rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. 
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. I imagine Instagram influencing is literally the only career path after that point. Mm -hmm. Like Whitney hosts a lot of like parties. They all host parties. Oh, God. Whatever that may mean. I think it's like they show up. I went to one during Pride and like I think they just show up and like wave to the crowd. Wow. Yeah. I did go to a party once when I was in college that was like hosted by uh, past real world cast members. Mm-hmm. So, oh. it, yeah. So it's definitely yeah. a thing. And like at the time, I was so excited. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm going to meet these real world. Yeah. Cause when cast we were members. like, you know, 21, 22, you see all these kind of like these girl parties and stuff. Like mm-hmm. I remember watching the Dinosaur episode, you know, like that storyline on the L Word when I first watched it mm-hmm. when I was like very much in the closet, very much like 21 years old right. and thinking that looks awesome. Yeah. And now I'm like, fuck, that it looks you, like hell. You would have to literally pay me. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would need to be sent there by some brand. Yeah. I was already dinosaur. overwhelmed by going to Klexicon and Klexicon is like shy dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> That's for shy, like introverted dinosaur. Yeah, yeah, truly, 100%. <laughs> That's a nice way to put it because I think it was, Amelikin said it was nerd dinosaur. Yeah. And I think it's definitely like all the yes. queerest nerds yeah. Yeah. you've ever come across in your life, which is great. It's yeah. like a great nerd energy uh, if, you're, yeah. if you're into nerd yeah, energy. That, like, it was my speed. Yeah, totally. Well, that's the thing. Like you watch, when we were young, watching these like lesbian parties on TV, you're like, oh, this is awesome. And all of that shit now, you watch it and you're like, this is an event that I would try my best to get out of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like I would agree to go and pool. be like, no. <laughs> yeah. it's like, I don't like pool. Pool parties? Are no. you kidding? I'm like, I'm going to California in, a, in uh, a week and I am, I have yet to purchase a swimsuit and it is the source of all my anxiety in yeah. this moment. Like, I haven't even gone out to look for one yet. Yeah. I don't want to, the idea of a pool party yeah. literally makes me want to Being die. Being in a bathing suit all day. Oh, in the sun and just like not. drinking shitty Bacardi drinks or something. Yeah, like yeah. whatever their hell. shitty corporate sponsor. It's yeah. like absolute fucking Swedish yeah. fish flavor or mm-hmm. some bullshit fucking flavored I think it's vodka. Eddie's vodka is now really hitting oh, the gay community. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think Tito's was at Clexicon. They were giving out free shots. Oh, I think. yeah, yeah. Oh, Tito's gross. was at Clexicon. Uh, I did a gay comedy show that was sponsored by Eddie's, but maybe they're more like the the gay male masculine yeah. mm-hmm. demographic. I think vodka in general is just like for the gays because mm-hmm. it's like this. Yeah, they're always pushing vodka and alcohol. <laughs> tastes like shit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Stop pushing vodka on yeah. us. I know. It's gross. I want we, some I good craft beer. Yeah, give me like anything <laughs> yeah, else. Give me a nice IPA. Give me like a, give me a well-crafted gin cocktail yeah. or a Just nice old-fashioned. Yeah. I like Full an old-fashioned. glass also, of red wine. is there a chair here for me to sit <laughs> on? Like I need to sit down and I need a nice old-fashioned. That's yeah. what I want. And that's the thing. 
with these real L word people is they still fucking go to all those parties. And, these, and, and they yeah. are, what are they like older in their than mid, me, mid to and late thirties. So yeah, they've got to be like, cause they were, when we were like 21, 22, yeah, they were, they were like thirties, like Yeah. Right. Yeah. So these women We're are all 40 going. years old going to these like... Who's these the one women? that opened the Dalloway with Kim? That oh, was um, Amanda Dunn. Yes. So she opened... Uh, I met Kim while I was at the Dalloway. I played beer pong with her and her <gasps> I just ex-wife. missed the Dalloway. I moved here like the month it closed. Yeah, it was great. It was, was like awesome. Very, I'm very sad but that that didn't work out. It was literally the best lesbian bar yeah. I had ever been to mm-hmm. was the Dalloway. Yeah. Uh, then the restaurant upstairs was like good. Yeah. It was like decent food. I went there for brunch once. Um, but yeah, that was Amanda who was in season three of The Real L Word. I can't believe it was three seasons. Th- how many? Third, was, third was the last. Okay. That's when say, they did the New York, New York, LA oh, uh, they did crossover. Like a, um, like a yeah. coast to coast. They did a coast yeah. to coast. <laughs> So it w- so it's all new cast members every time or do some like trickle some who over? Stay throughout. Some people okay. I think do one did one season and were like, wow, I was painted in a really bad light. I'm not coming back for any more seasons. Uh, so there's like a couple people who stayed from first season all the way through to third season. Whitney is like one of the main ones and Romy. Romy, okay. That name's familiar. Do do they try to cast by mapping onto the L word? Yes. yes. So there's the one- Jenny. Oh, is there a Jenny? Okay. Um Jen, uh, I don't know if there was a Jenny or was, there was Jeff, definitely a Bet and Tina because there was a couple who's trying to get pregnant on it. Okay. Oh, and wow. you see their whole hair, like devastating journey to try and be pregnant. Oh, God. Um, was there like a toxic masculine one or? I would say not... probably all of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think Whitney was supposed to be like the Shane because she like fucks a lot and like yeah. Yeah. was always just had like this cycle of like people that she's fucking and just like all and the has drama bad hair. Yeah. And has bad, absolutely. You have bad to have perfect hair. style and bad hair. Yeah. Yeah. And is trying to, um, if there's a Jenny, I would watch it. I'm trying to think if there was I know like, you a would. Jenny. There was in the second <laughs> season, there was like, um, a woman named Saj who had like just recently come out and was like exploring the queer world. And like, you see her, like get her first girlfriend and stuff. So maybe that's the Jenny, but she's not like manic. Like, Jenny. okay. Um, I guess that's like, fine. Yeah, I don't know. Break down that. and journaling yeah. on the side of the highway. Yeah, there is like a crazy <laughs> scene in the second uh, second season with Saj and her girlfriend Chanel. They had been dating for two weeks, and then they uh, say "I love you," and they write. They get a journal together where they write every day about their relationship oh my it's real it's true. Honestly, just watch it because it's insane. <laughs> it's bad good TV. Yeah. So what other celesbians should we be talking about? Oh my gosh. Um, I follow so many. So I do pretty much all of the real L word. Uh, I do anyone who's sort of like tangentially attached to the real L word. So like, you know, uh, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> I love this. So, you know, I, I follow like Kiyomi's new girlfriend, uh, fiance. I follow her. I follow <laughs> like, um, uh, there's this woman named Laura Wise who used to date Kelsey, who was on The Real L Word. I follow Rupaulson. There's a woman named, uh, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. I follow so many people <laughs> and I'm so invested in their life. I follow a lot of like YouTube couples. That was going to be my the next. Modern, yeah. That's the modern day L, Real L Word celebrity because it's like, 
what the real L word was for me being like seeing re- lesbians in real life. I'm sure that's what it is for young people now watching these. Yeah. Cause they're all on YouTube. Couples. Yeah. Like yeah. YouTube is like their thing. Yes. You know, there's this one <laughs> and I follow, she's like a Brazilian woman who lives in London. And I found her <laughs> because there was like articles that came out cause she's dating a woman who's 37 years older than her. Uh, and she's like 23 maybe. And she's like engaged to a woman who's 37 years older. And I was like, this is an interesting couple. So I started following them on Instagram. So I follow her and her her older partner, uh, and they do YouTube videos that I'm that are just so like our morning routine, and it's just like videos of what they do in the morning. And I'm like, why am I watching this? But I watch it. Right. Wait, what does she look like? The younger one. She's like pink hair. Yes. Yeah. I forget. I what follow her, her too. Is. Yeah. I yeah. follow her too. Oh, yeah. God. And her. I because- would say her partner looks like Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, to bring I, think up Rosie again. I think that's where we're all heading. Yeah. <laughs> we all I eventually happen. It's like the evolution. Rosie of has the same haircut as I do now. And I'm like, I am looking at myself in 30 years. Oh, I follow, years. I follow Rosie's fiance. Yeah. The horse cop in Massachusetts. Who's that, she, she has a social media presence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. She's like a cop. Yeah, she's yeah. a cop. And she she is was formerly in like in her 30s. Yeah, she's like 30, I think. Yikes. She was formerly in one of the armed services mm-hmm. i think yeah and now she's a horse cop mounted police officer i think is what they call oh, it wow. i like she's horse a, cop better if you're a lesbian you're a horse cop become yeah. a horse cop yeah, yeah. um <laughs> but yeah i'm fascinated by that dynamic of particularly queer relationships mm-hmm. in which the women are you know have like a let's just say like a mother daughter age range mm-hmm. separation I just don't know. Like, I can't imagine how that works. There's nothing more fascinating to me than Holland Taylor and Sarah There's Paulson. There's literally nothing more. I agree. I love. To I would just watch read what they like tweet back and forth to each other. Documentary. Yeah. I just want. I want all. I want all of it. Kelly, my girlfriend, saw them. She sat behind them in a play. <gasps> wow. Oh my god. Got a picture of the back of their head. Oh, That's amazing. I would yeah. be. I would not watch. A no. second of the, I, I would walk like, out of the play hands? not like, knowing what happened. Yeah. <laughs> it like, could be Hamilton, and I'd be yeah. like focusing on the back of their heads. Like I'd be watching like, yeah, yeah. where their hands are at all times, <laughs> the entire time. I think it was Angels in America. I think that oh was my what God. she saw them at. Wow, um, but both like, parts. Just, yeah, <gasps> she did full day. Um, I'm just like, I just want to know, like, I just want to. I know it's not stupid, but I just want to see them like kiss or something. Is that? Um, I like want to so... take a tour of their apartment. I feel like they have yeah. really wonderful, nice, expensive things. Mm-hmm. I, that's all I want to do. Is I just yeah. want to go into like celesbian couples' well-appointed apartments and mm-hmm. just look around and smell their candles yeah. and be like, "This just smells like they've made it." Yeah, yeah. Like I'm this sure is they're what just I want. like the most cultured, like smartest couple. Oh, I'm sure. And like, they just like talk about like. Ann Richards all the time because that's what I feel like Holland Taylor only talks about uh, is Ann Richards. Um, but I, yeah, I recently found out where Ellen Page and her wife hang out, like one of their favorite restaurants. Yeah, I follow her too. I'm like, I kind of want to like dancer go to this restaurant a bunch and just see it? if Which I can restaurant? spot them. It's a Greek restaurant on Fifty uh, Seventh on the West Side. Oh, really? Yeah, that bums me out. That they go to a Greek restaurant? restaurant? Well, it bums me out that they go to the Upper West Side. They might live there. I mean, it's not really that... Her, bro- yeah, they do live around there. Oh, is what I, heard. I thought they were in Brooklyn. where Emma used to be a dance instructor is in, like, Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. Oh, okay. She's got to be close to the studio mm-hmm. to post True. all those grams. True. 
Follow, Do you follow her as well? I follow both of them. I feel them. like there's yeah. nothing we could stump you with. I'm no, like, I follow them like, all. Like, there's no new person I could be like, hey, do you know this person? You're like, oh, uh, yeah, I've yeah, been following who, her. Who's under like the radar? Like, who the, should we oh be gosh. following? Oh, I don't know. It's a lesbian I world. feel like I follow, like, all, like, the ones that are, like, I, like everyone knows who they are. Like I follow Rose and Rosie, who are like a British. I have no idea who this from is. the UK. Karina has explained this to us. I know, and I just you forget forgot. instantly. I will say, everyone that I follow, Karina also follows. Yeah, I'll see it like followed <laughs> yeah. by Karina's drama, and I'm like, okay, yeah, we have like a lot in common. Yeah. Uh, well, she, li- even like, um, like there was like a random stand up who did Colexicon with us. And like, she, we took a photo with her and Karina was like, yes, Aaron. And we were just like, how do you know? I know. Is? Karina knows all of them with, uh, Alice Kremelberg. She's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah. Lesbians are obsessed with her. I'm like, they are like, how do they? And yeah. she's like, yeah, no, they are. Trust me. And I'm like, we, we have like, really we on have, like, the weekly pulse. briefings with yeah. her of like who we should know about. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, I follow uh, a lot of like Twitter lesbians. Um, uh, yeah. I follow Rose and Rosie who are just seemingly also making a living just by being married to each other. They went on a tour and I was like, what is yeah. your live show? Like, it's just, yeah. You sitting so like these and talking. lesbian couples who are very much on YouTube, like they literally just monetize. They're very rich. Just YouTube. themselves. Yeah. yeah. So and like, it's just like, I wish that they were <laughs> like, I wish that they were doing something else beyond just talking about like, this is what we do when we want to make breakfast with each other. Like I, there's no community building aspect. Right. There's no activism yeah. beyond just like, you know, queer visibility, I guess. But yeah. it's just like, oh my God, you are making millions from literally just like the fact that you're like hot and yeah. together. Yes. Yeah. All, they're all hot. Yeah. Yeah. That's like the through line. Yeah. Yeah. That many of them are like very feminine. Yeah. It's very white. And yes. there are people who like exist obviously outside of those structures, but they're not as popular. Right. Or as like numbers wise on YouTube and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I tried branching what? out with like the YouTube influencers and I sent Sarah a video of, uh, of a trans uh, masculine YouTuber who was pouring broccoli, frozen broccoli on himself while explaining something. And it was just like, look at me. I'm random. I'm like, I hate this. I hate this. the one who like got a divorce from his... uh, I have no idea. And they had like a very public fight and you posted it. Oh, no. I have no idea. But but this video was enough for me not to want to watch (laughs) it anymore. I'm like, is this what the kids are watching these days? I guess so. Yeah. I don't know. I I also um, really don't like watching videos. Like there's something about sitting down and watching a video. I have to be like forced to watch a video. Um, And I just can't get into the like watching people and they're like daily minutia because mm-hmm. that's like what creates a slip. But also I'm like, am I missing out on some sort of like revenue stream here right. by not doing this? Right. Like what? Right. Oh, here's one I, I want to ask you about. Um, I mean, I guess that, well, Natasha is queer yeah. mm-hmm. and she's from the web series, um, Carmilla. Mm-hmm. I tried watching Carmilla post Clexicon. Yeah. It's weird, man. It, yeah. Again, it seems like I'm watching like a like a webcam because oh, yeah. it, that's it's all from the point of view of like a web like this woman's doing like a thesis that's like her a web yeah like it, web 
what are they even like called? A, what are they, like a live stream or like yeah, a... Yeah, I guess. Kind it's of. like um, kind of just like a like an interv- like interview style. Yeah. Like, okay. It's a great way to cheaply make a... Yeah. And like the, you know, it's like well lit and whatever. Mm. Uh, and what pretty well acted from from the parts that, that mm-hmm. I've seen. But then it's like they have these like kind of sex scenes in front of a webcam and I'm like this just feels no weird. Yeah, it's very voyeuristic. Yeah. yeah. I'm not into that kind of shit. I do yeah. not like it. I'm like I can't I need get on board with that. Value. It also apparently yeah. had a movie. I never saw the movie and I would just uh, be interested to see if they shot it like a feature film or if they also did like that webcam style thing for a two hour movie. Yeah. Oh God. I that couldn't. That would be so bad. I know. <laughs> but people watch it. Yeah. I'm like I'm I can't even do like Instagram stories. I can't figure it out. Like it to me it's like there's too much happening on Instagram. I watch yeah. other people's and I'm like, "Wait, how did they get how mm-hmm. do you get words to pop up on the screen?" Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm such an old lady yeah. with that. I got to master that before I could ever be a YouTube celebrity. So when it when it comes to I guess speaking of like Carmilla and again some of the stuff I saw at Clexicon, uh fans are can be very obsessive and creepy and it doesn't seem to matter whether the actress is actually queer oh no absolutely or not. not i'd say all like 70 percent of the people who showed up to speak at clexicon were straight women who play queer women on yeah film or, or, in, or in television and they go crazy for it like all the girls on one day at a time yeah yeah on one day at a time and then um there was some the chick from buffy amber benson was mm-hmm. there which oh my gosh was so cool but yeah. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'll save that for another time. Um, and then what's that uh, like superhero type show that's on with Jess McCallan is mm. maybe her name and somebody else. The Agents Ka- of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yeah. yeah. No. Or no, it's not mm-hmm. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but it's like related to Ooh, that. Jessica yeah. Jones? No. No. That's no. The no, no, no. Um, but anyway, so, so there's this show and like, you know, kind of a mediocre not great from what i can tell from mm-hmm. the youtube compilations um uh like girl on girl story mm-hmm. and uh i found this instagram account of this one person who like follows this actress around to like every con and event oh, she showed at. me that yeah that was weird it was so her entire weird. instagram is just her taking selfies with like this one and like oh, kissing them creepy. and like kissing her on the cheek yeah. and everyone and calling her like my sweet baby girl but then also oh. this person seemed to be married to a man yeah i'm like is this how you express your super queerness fans? by yeah. like very, stalking like yeah. super fandom to me is a very very jarring like concept yeah yeah, and it's like, and then they're all in the same hotel, and I feel like a like a lot of these people who show up to Clexcon just have to like spend their time hiding from. Yeah, from well, people. I know, like from speaking with like people who like were panelists and stuff, that like a lot of like the bigger names don't stay at the same hotel. Yeah, where the I'm sure they don't. Yeah, for because like security purposes, the last yeah. thing you want is I don't know. I just feel like. Fans, especially like the younger people who mm-hmm. get really, really into like queer content can be a little much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're a little much on social media. Like we're not famous, but I get like some thirsty ass messages on Instagram. Wow, and cool. I, can't, I know. And I can, and I appreciate them. Keep sending them. Um, Me too. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I can't imagine like being like famous, famous right. amongst queer people mm-hmm. and showing up in person to an event and then staying in that same hotel. Like yeah. that's just not, I mean, I 
like really hope that I get to that level. You will. I would love that. You will. <laughs> Don't worry. You will. Really quickly, another celesbian that I follow that I find actually pretty interesting is Roald Dahl's granddaughter, Phoebe <laughs> Dahl. <laughs> Phoebe Doll, like, and then her sister is also queer. Roald Doll's <laughs> granddaughter. Holy shit. She's queer. I mean, she used to date, um, oh, fuck, what is her name? How in the fuck did she's you find fr- this person? She's Australian. She was on the uh, Orange is the New Black. She has like- Ruby Rose? Show. Ruby Rose. She used to be engaged to Ruby Rose. But God, no, who wasn't engaged to Ruby Rose? I know, honestly. <laughs> but Phoebe Doll, and then her sister, Chloe Doll, is also queer. So I follow Chloe Doll, and then I cl- follow Chloe Doll's fiance. Uh, so, you are like in. Yeah, it's really sad. I don't know why. Roald Doll. I read Dahl. all those books in- uh, yeah. So they're living off that like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory oh, yeah. money. They have like a house, like yeah, they're very they're, rich. They're they're spending the the BFG money. Yeah, yeah. Phoebe Doll owns like a clothing company. Uh, that's actually like it does like well. It's like for everything that you buy, like a girl, like in India, gets like a like a school uniform or something like that. So it's okay. like yeah. she's giving back. Yeah, uh, that's good. Yeah, um, but yeah, those are that all. is that's, fascinating. Uh, this was just me showing the deep dark abyss that I I dipped myself into. That's what we wanted. Right. I love that. And I never would have thought that we'd be talking about Roald Dahl during this podcast. But then so so Phoebe Dahl was dating a lesbian named Chelsea Watcher who's a photographer but then she broke up with Chelsea to date Ruby Rose and then they broke up so now Phoebe's dating um, a woman from Mexico City who's a soul cycle instructor. Wow. And Chelsea Watcher used to date, <laughs> and used to date um, that French. Oh fuck! What's her name? She has like ugh, I can't remember what her name is. She was like a French singer. Is uh, it Kate McKinnon's ex girlfriend? It's, it's Celine Dion. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only one I French know. Canadian Sorry, um, I forget what her name. Uh, it's like Co- Coco the cat or something like. Oh, okay, no. the cat something like that's that. That's not Kate McKinnon. But they used that's to a date. character from a Roald Dahl novel. Yeah. That's what you're thinking of. Uh, she was in like that <laughs> viral video of where she like kissed a stranger or something. Um, yeah. Oh. And then Chelsea is also friends with Whitney Mixter who is on The Real L Word. So it's all that's like, the full this circle. is like the whole, like it's like, like this ecosystem that's how it's all connected. It's all, like I yeah. find one person and then I see that they're friends with this person then I follow that. It's like, right. A, a how, how many people become web. a celesbian by just, yeah, by just, just by like, like dating, dating someone, honestly, an influencer. Honestly, I'm depending on that. Yeah. Like, that's my plan. <laughs> I have yeah. to date someone marginally famous mm-hmm. and then they can be like, oh, well she, that's why I follow her because she used to date so-and-so. Right. And then that person dumped her ass for Ruby Rose. Mm-hmm. Like yep. that's yeah. what I want. I want to be dumped for Ruby Rose. Yeah. And you think Kirsten Cinema's gonna go for Senator Ruby Rose Kirsten after Cinema she dumps you? Not gonna dump me if she ever meets me. <laughs> that's not gonna happen. Okay. We're gonna live so happily in Arizona. That's and I'm beautiful. leaving all you in the dust. <laughs> you better find beautiful. that bathing suit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you're gonna be her pool boy. Exactly. Yeah. God, I have so much work to do. <laughs> Uh, so Kelsey, mm-hmm. you like to play a game on stage. Yes. Explain the game. Sure. So, um, whenever I perform a uh, solo by myself, uh, I play a game because I have a, as you can see, a very stupid, vast knowledge of, uh, queer women, uh, and queer content and cinema and media. So I play a game where I have the audience shout out the name of any actor or actress. And then through sort of like a Kevin Bacon, mm-hmm. six degrees of Kevin Bacon style web, I connect that actor that's named to me to, uh, a cis straight woman who's played a queer woman in wow. television or, or film. 
Um, and it's I'm pretty good at it. Uh, Polly Shore. Uh, Polly Shore. Okay. Polly Shore was in. Uh, he was in Encino Man with Brendan Fraser, who was in Crash with Sandra Bullock, who was in uh, Ocean's Eight with Kate Blanchett, who's played a queer woman in. Oh my Carol. god. Encino Man was a great movie. I yeah. just want to say that. I that's that Brendan Fraser was. In. Everybody was in Crash. That's the yeah. secret to there this. Is, well, like, or you could go Brendan Fraser, Rachel Vice. There are certain people who are spokes, and if I can get to them, then I know I'm. Cool. Brendan yeah. Fraser was in The Mummy with Rachel Vice. That's another route. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. He was um, also in. If I wanted to try and make it harder on myself, he was in uh, Blast from the Past with Alicia Silverstone. <laughs> yes, he was. Yes, indeed. Who, yeah, who was in? Mm, let me think for a second. Uh, with oh. Alicia Silverstone, do you think you got it? I mean, I always read Ty and Clueless as queer, but that's not. Yeah. Uh, no, no, but then she was in Girl yeah. Interrupted. Alicia Silver. No, no Brittany, Brittany Murphy, Murphy was, was yeah. in Girl Interrupted. Uh, well, Angelina Jolie is like some sort of queer, right? She, I think she's she dated, her own she sexuality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it would be like Alicia Silverstone to Brittany Murphy, who was in... Uh, uh, duh, 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 duh. let me. Th- oh, okay. Uptown Girls with Dakota Fanning. I got who it, was guys. In- I got yep. it. Sorry, okay. it takes like a Rain Man minute <laughs> I think for me. Maybe I could do this too. Yeah, right. So it was. Uh, what did I say? Brendan Fraser was in Blast from the Past with Alicia Silverstone, who was in Clueless with Brittany Murphy, who was in like that honeymoon trip with Ashton Kutcher, where they mm-hmm. were like yeah. honeymooners. Yep. Ashton Kutcher was in Dude, Where's My Car with Sean William Scott, who is in American Pie with Natasha Leone. Yeah. Holy shit. Woman on Orange is the New Black. Yeah. That's incredible. Sound effects on this podcast. Interesting that you went with Orange is the New Black and not, but I'm a cheerleader. Oh, yeah. So I you could have done it, that too. Yeah. yeah. But do you only, is it only movies or is it? I do movies TV and TV because well. it's, okay. uh, sometimes it's too hard to just do one. Yeah. Janine Garofalo. Janine Garofalo was in a Wet Hot American Summer with Amy Poehler, who was in, hmm, let me think for a second, with Amy Poehler, who was in Mean Girls with Rachel McAdams, who was queer in oh, Disobedience. Wow. That was too easy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's do one more. Um, uh, James Franco. James Franco was in... He's in like 90 movies, Sarah. I know. Okay, fine. <laughs> I was so... going to do Willem Dafoe, and then I thought of Spider-Man, and I don't know why I said... I can do Willem All Dafoe. All right, Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe was in Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire, who was in The Ice Storm with Christina Ricci, who played a queer woman in Monster. Wow. Yeah. The Ice Storm? What the hell is that movie? Oh, it's a great movie. It it's an Ang Lee movie. Uh, is it a like set in the 70s. Movie? No, it's like set in the oh, 70s, okay. so it's like a bunch of different stories. Sigourney Weaver's in it, and Joan Allen, who I both love. Oh, God, so, I love Joan Allen. I, I love, had a crush she's on her queer. when I was a kid. What? Mm-hmm. What? She dates, Wait a minute. I um, thought I knew all the middle-aged no, actresses who she's were queer. queer. She dates the, uh, I can't remember what her name is, but she's a f- like famous Broadway director <gasps> who directed the SpongeBob SquarePants musical. Yes. Um, I don't know Tracy her name, but I have her Wikipedia maybe? page oh open my, yeah. on one of my tabs. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> they... They well, date. future guests, future guests. Exactly. I, I have like mm-hmm. a million tabs on my browser. When I was, yeah, um, she's so hot. young. I thought she was so hot. She's I've so always hot. had this thing for like middle-aged women. That's how I like, do. Yeah, and yeah. um, she was in the movie Face Off with uh, John Travolta. She yeah. played his wife. Yeah, and I thought she was like a babe and a half. She's and also, then half. she was in the Notebook with yeah. Rachel McAdams. Yeah, there you go. See, you got it. 
Now Everyone I'm can do it. Oh my god, this is gonna, it's I'm a gonna very try to do fun this. game. Yeah, it's a very fun game. Well, thank you for playing. Thank uh, you so much. Now, <laughs> now it's time for our, our listener question because Ooh. we need to wrap things up. So uh, here we go. I wanted to ask about a homophobic gynecologist. Oh, my God. I had a horrendous experience last week. Uh, As soon as I mentioned the fact that I was a lesbian, he said, oh, you might want to do an HIV test. Without even asking for my sexual history or anything, I felt so bad and unhealthy. I haven't felt like that in years. I just wondered if you came across a lesbophobic gynecologist. Uh, If so, how did you deal with it? If you know... uh, or I know us lesbians are at low risk for um, sexually transmitted infections, but we are not immune to uh, other things. Do you think it was homophobic or just someone following procedure? Uh, this is a French listener. In France, we uh, don't have any like LGBTQ-friendly lists for doctors, oh, which okay. is oh. something that really should exist. Yeah. Yeah. It's always like, it's very a- nerve-wracking for people. I know people. In, like, um, for ZocDoc, you can like select like LGBT LGBT. friendly. Yeah. Um, I personally have not come across something like that and mm-hmm. would be very unnerving if someone was like, oh, well, then you should definitely get an Right, HIV if that test. was like the yeah. bridge they built That's- between those two. Like, like because you, you said that, then they automatically were like, well, you definitely need this. Yeah. I wish they had framed it in a way that was like, since you're sexually active. Exactly. Because like, I would, I mean, I don't know. I think like, I just, I went also before you said that this person's French, I was thinking if this was an American hospital, they just want to bill you for more services. So they're just like, no, let's test for this, 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 and this, you know, because they just want to add to your bill. Um, But you have a more humane way of living over there. So yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it was, I mean, it's hard without a little bit more context. Um, to say that it was a homophobic suggestion and not just like a doctor just kind of being, you know. Having bad bedside manner. Yeah. Having- As a French person. Oh, yeah. I'm going to say that I do think that that was homophobic and mm-hmm. that the French are actually for being like so liberal and about everybody fucking everybody. Yeah. Uh, but they are weird about like gay pride mm-hmm. as as a whole. Yeah. Uh, based on my experiences there and, and conversations that, that I've been a part of. And I think that that is, yeah, yeah. definitely a, a homophobic thing, usually associated with gay men mm. uh, and and not gay women. Um, but I don't think that, at least in all my experiences at a gynecologist, you talk about uh, testing for diseases like as a whole mm-hmm. and yeah, not just like, like a you need an tests, HIV. You know, yeah. like a, a whole thing. Um, so get a new doctor. Yeah. But, yeah. but also like, yeah, I... I think this is a a problem, especially for people who live like when I lived in Georgia, I was very nervous going mm-hmm. to the doctor and and letting them know and like the confusion of when I would be like, I do not need a pregnancy test before every right. procedure. I'm like, there's zero way that I'm right. pregnant right. and having to like And they still document- insist on doing it for all women. I yeah. And I truly believe that's comes down to like a billing issue that they just want to it does. Up and they bill services. you they bill you like eighty dollars yeah, to, to test you for uh if you're pregnant or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also like it's it's baffling to me that like medical professionals think, oh, any gay person obviously is very susceptible to HIV. Like, no, like do you really not understand how that does, how that's transmitted and like the stats and all the Generally, you know what I yeah. mean? Like it's it's it kind of blows my mind how little some doctors know about like the female body, much right. less, you know, yeah, these 
I don't know. It's just, it's, it's upsetting. Do, do women take prep? I don't I think don't, prep is for women. Yeah. I'm I don't, I'm sure. trying well, to think. I'm trying I think to I've only ever like seen it advertised to and men. I feel like oh, wait, there no, might I've be seen, women in the commercials. Yeah. 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 I've seen so? ads that have like straight couples in it. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 I don't see why they wouldn't. Yeah. So if you are now spooked by that doctor's appointment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely get a different prep, doctor. And it might help to seek out a woman doctor, yeah. honestly, just in general. Not that that's always the solve for things. No, but it it's is, not. But yeah. it might put Certainly you in a more comfortable yeah, position. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Sorry that that happened to you, listener. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that stinks. Write him a bad review. Yeah. yeah. On Le Yelp. Le Yelp. <laughs> that's Kelsey, where can people find you on social media and then follow all the people you follow? Sure. I'm absolutely Um, looking up all the people you follow. Yeah, please do. Um, (laughs) So you can follow me on Twitter at not Meryl Streep. Uh, I'm on Instagram at... I want a slow clap for that. (laughs) Not Meryl Streep. Thank you. I'm not. Unfortunately, I'm not. Uh, At not Meryl Streep on Twitter. On Instagram, I'm at I underscore robot. (laughs) Uh... Um, uh, you can also follow the queer comedy show that I run at UCB uh, at Here and Queer Show on Instagram um, where you can also find all of the lesbians. I follow a lot of lesbians through that account. Uh, it's like my Finsta. I love that. I love that. I noticed that. I think you yeah. liked a couple things that I posted yeah. and I was like, yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah. Now, sure. now we've peeled back the curtain. Now mm-hmm. I know who's behind it. It's me. I'm the mastermind. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, and check out, if you live in New York, uh, go see Here and Queer at UCB. Mm-hmm. It's a fun show. Uh, you can follow us at Diking Out on all social media. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Spotify. Uh, rate us, review us. It really helps get the word out. Also, you can go to uh, patreon.com slash Diking Out if you want to be part of our uh, patron community. We have extra episodes there. We have swag you can get and uh, some cool new things that we're, we're planning on doing with that. So check it out there. You can follow me at TGI Carolyn, or you can send Sarah uh, all <laughs> of your thirsty DMs. messages at, at the Sarah York on everything. And uh, dike out with us again next week. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.